welcome to Hear This with Emily Farber and Adam Pretorius. Awesome. We are here today to talk about lead generation. Always an important topic with real estate agents because as we all quickly learn, business just does not roll up to your door. You have to go get it. So let's talk about how do agents get leads that they can turn into business? And I think I think that's the worst part about being a real estate agent is is your number one job is prospecting. Yes. Uh, and and nobody wants to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I would actually argue against that. Like you can have all the leads in the world, but our number one job is to force someone to do a call to action. And call to action is the only way because you can have a thousand leads, but if none of them convert to actual sales, then you have no business. So how do you get a call of action? That's a whole different discussion. But let's talk about lead generation because I know what you really want to talk about today. <laughs> what do I really want to talk about, Adam? Well, Zillow. Zillow sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think I think this is a misconception. Like I think a lot of agents love to hate Zillow because it's an easy, it's a scapegoat. It's something easy to say. And there's things to not like about it. But Like the fact that they're trying to eliminate your job? No, no, yes. absolutely yes. not. They're a public company. They need to make money. And they make money through advertising. And the number one person who pays for advertising is real estate agents. Um, and you're paying to advertise your own information that they have taken. I understand that. <clears throat> they're exploiting and using the system to their best benefit. But that, that that's that's just capitalism in general. Well, I don't and because there's agents out there that are too lazy or too uncreative to figure out how to do it on their own. Right. There's alternative lead generation tools out there, but Zillow's an easy one that people love to go to. And and in some ways it can be an effective one for the right personality and the right business strategy. And so I'm not a critic of it. It also costs a it does cost a lot of money. You have to you have to consider that and weigh that in. But I'm someone that used to do Zillow paid listings, paid advertising. Okay, I don't do it anymore, uh, and I have reasons. I'll get to that in a minute. But let's talk about why I think there are some benefits before we get all critical of it, which is where you <laughs> want to go. So Zillow is effective. It's it, you know people love to hate it. Agents do because it is very expensive, but it's also the number one tool that buyers like to use. It's sexy. It's easy to use. It's their favorite search engine for looking for homes. I will agree with you on that. Zillow is the front door to real estate for most consumers. It's the Cadillac. So people want to use this platform. So people wouldn't use it if it wasn't so great. And so now they have this asset that's heavily used that they want to now sell advertising. How many phone calls do you get a week from them to try to get you to sign up? It's obscene. Yeah, they call about once a month. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty blunt with them and direct. But but here's the thing. Here's how they work. You buy spots in a zip code. There's like seven to nine spots in a zip code. And you pay for the percentage of leads that you want to generate from them. So every time somebody's on a listing, they, they see this call call to get more information or whatever. And, it, and it's a paid and it goes to whoever's yeah. percentage is one of those seven people in that zip code. And the problem is it's very impersonal, mm-hmm. very, very impersonal. Um, but it is effective to a point because there are people that use it a lot. And and, you know, you do get leads. Here's the question or the thing that I struggle with. The problem is, though, when they click on it and it calls and you pick up the phone, 
they don't care who you are. They're not invested in you. Absolutely. You, you might as well be a slug that has the benefit of speech. And I entirely agree with you. And, and so for me, that's not my type of business. The relationships that I have with my clients, and I'm an established agent, so that's, that's very different, right? Like when you're a top producer, you're an established agent, you're top your game in the market. It's very different than being a new agent or someone trying to break into a new market. But that said, I prefer to have longevity relationships, my absorption rate, the clients that I have, they're almost like 95% of my clients are all referrals. Mm -hmm. And referrals are very loyal. They're, they're very, um, very personable relationship. It's a very different relationship than what Zillow offers. But that said, Zillow does provide a means of business. And there's a number of top producers in the market that oh. all do the Zillow paid advertising. Uh, you're not telling me anything I don't know. So here's the thing. Some personalities really do better for that. So there was an agent once and she, she, was, she was having a really hard time um, breaking through. She had her license for two years. She had like very few sales. Mm -hmm. And she came to me and asked me for some tips. And I said, look, I don't know how to say this bluntly, but you're kind of prickly. Like you're not like, you're not like the most friendly person. Like you're not someone like I want to go have a cup of coffee with. Wow. <laughs> How'd she handle that? <laughs> That's why she asked me because I'm <laughs> blunt and I'm willing to cut to the truth. I'm willing to offer her advice and tips that'll lead to success. And so I said, Hey, have you ever thought about doing paid, paid leads? Like what if you did Zillow? And I said, why don't we target these three zip codes? And she did. And she owned those zip codes and she Blew it out of the water. She suddenly became a top producer. She had all these, these leads. She had all these sales. And for her, that was really good. But the thing is, we have to go into the cost. Because I think the cost of Zillow is something to talk about. And so I found, and this is just me, but I found that unless you spend $1,500 a month or more, it's a waste of time. Like you're not getting Why? enough leads. What what makes a difference at that cut? So point? Zillow says that you have like a three to five percent conversion rate, mm -hmm. which is very very low, very very low, and and you know that's a lot of work. You know, three to five percent. That means for like every twenty people I talk to, I'm only converting one. Mm -hmm. They claim it's higher, but it really is close to that. Uh, if you look at what a lot of the stats online says. And so three to 5% is a very low, like it's not a very good return on your investment. In fact, the marketing rule says that you should have a 10 times ROI. Mm -hmm. So if you are spending $6,000 a year, you should be bringing in therefore $60,000 in commission or sales. So I didn't find that. But that isn't to say that it, Zillow doesn't have value because I looked at it in this way. And that's that, okay, you're getting leads, but you also have like a giant billboard, right? Like a billboard's expensive. If you want to go put your face on a billboard for advertising or a poster in the mall or, I don't know, a poster in the grocery store or somewhere else, you know, that costs money. There's no yeah. guaranteed leads for that. It's just mm -hmm. exposure. Mm -hmm. So by being a paid agent, you also get exposure and you get leads. So it's, I don't know that you can use the 10 times ROI rule or your typical marketing rules for it. You have to just decide if it and, works for your business. And you're paying to put the knife over your neck, guillotine style. <laughs> See, you're just if you too want to pay for that. You're just too <laughs> critical of Zillow. I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I think it works for some agents, it works for certain personalities. I think it works for certain business plans. Um, if you're a real estate agent and you don't know how to generate your own leads, I'm going to I'm going to lay it out here you're doing it wrong. Well, and I think that's what we need to go and discuss. So I'm not critical of Zillow. I think it's a great option for people that want it. I don't know how much, I think the reason I stopped is I think the general public or the customers and clients that I work don't like it. 
it's not a system that they want to work with. And it wasn't the quality of leads and relationships that I wanted. Did you find that you were reaching leads that were shopping at the price point where you were your, your typical avatar, your ideal client? Was Zillow bringing you leads up there in that price range? So, so I, I, had, I had a wide range. And for those who don't know, Adam works luxury real estate. <laughs> he is a highfalutin guy and he likes to sell expensive houses. Yeah. So, so for, for our area, my, I'm really high end. Um, so my average sales around 540 last year, mm-hmm. 540,000, so over a half million. So, I mean, very few, like maybe a couple other agents come even close to that. Yeah. So the fact that I have that highest sale, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to compare me to a normal agent. But that said, like I did have a couple high end leads that come from Zillow. And so I don't, I think there's opportunities there, but yeah, you, I, the bulk of them are going to come closer to like the 200s range, which is a tough category to, to find because the inventory is just so There's low. no inventory. Yeah. So then you've got a lead that's not invested in you that you don't have an established relationship with. And you're, you're working on a project, finding them a house that is going to be very difficult because there's no inventory and there's incredibly high competition for those houses that are available. And, you know, will they have the resources to, to do all of the extra that they're likely going to need to get that house? Will they have cash reserves to go over asking price? Will they be able to offer an appraisal gap guarantee? Will they be in the position of waiving inspections and being able to absorb, you know, whatever issues they find out about the house down the road? It, it seems like you're, you're setting yourself up to work with clients in a way that is, is going to leave them with a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, there's different, there's different strategies for different price ranges because every, every client is a different personality and then you have to have a different approach for everyone. I mean, everyone's their own person. So I think those are all valid concerns. Um, but I don't think Zillow is the enemy. And, and so let's talk about alternatives. What, well, what, wait. First, I want to find out what what finally made you cut the cord. Just you felt you were spending yeah. too much money. Yeah, yeah. The, so the, they've been really changing the way and trying different strategies in the last two or three years on how they um, they do the leads. Like before, it was like emails, and then it was text, and then it was phone calls, and now it's all a call and lead. And it's just it's changed the way they did it. They kind of got rid of um, as much exposure of the face. So I didn't do it for the leads. I don't care about that because my leads are mostly referral. Mm-hmm. All my clients are referrals. They're not leads. They're referrals. It's a very different clientele. I did it for the exposure of my face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the clients that list with me and sell their homes, I wanted to be a premier agent to get their listings out there with the most exposure. So for me, that was the reason mm-hmm. um, I cut cord is because they kind of went away from the strategy of having like the billboard advertising to more just doing lead forms. And that's not really the kind of, culture of my business strategy that I want. So for me, it just didn't work. But I don't, I think for the people that it works for, and you look at them, they're very successful. There is a certain agent that it works really well for. And and I think that's good. But I think there's other alternative ways to do marketing. And you're someone that has a very niche on that. So let's talk about what you do. Um, I have essentially created my own lead funnel through video. Right. Um, I have been creating YouTube videos on a weekly basis for years now. I have hundreds of them out there. If somebody were to type in Iowa City real estate, Iowa City neighborhoods, Iowa City realtor, anything related to that, 
and uh, hop on YouTube or even Google at this point because YouTube is owned by Google. So they are very symbiotic. Number one search engines, yeah. Google. Number two mm-hmm. search engines, YouTube. Guess whose face is up there with all the videos? <laughs> Hello, it's me. It's me. And you own that market. I like own you're it. the number one. Yeah. Like I think if you added up every other agent that does video in our market, you still crush them by more than 200%. Yeah. Not, not because I'm somehow brilliant. Not because my videos are awesome. Thank you for telling me I'm not brilliant. That was <laughs> um, n- not because there's something incredibly unique about me. The reason I crush it is because I am relentlessly consistent with it. Right. You're committed. Mm-hmm. You, you, you put in the time. You did the work for years. I mean, you didn't yeah. get a lot of leads for a couple of years until finally it, no. it took over. The algorithm kicked off. Mm-hmm. You have a following and a viewership that It was a definite... Loyal experience of like pushing a snowball up a hill before it finally caught. But now you're the expert of the market Mm -hmm. and, and people find you through YouTube videos. But these leads are not cold leads like they are on Zillow. These leads are entirely different. Right. They're reaching out to you because they like getting to know you personally. The, The genius of using video for lead generation is that people watch your videos. If they don't like you, they're not gonna call you. And you know what? That's fine because chances are you're not going to like them either. But if they do like you and they feel like I could jive with this with this girl, she's funny. I like her. She knows what she's talking about. They call you and then they are so tickled to death to talk to you. They'll be like, oh, my God, Emily, I can't believe you picked up the phone. I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity, a a famous person. Right. I'm a famous person walking through Hy-Vee doing my grocery shopping right now. But yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who started video in this market? This guy. So you copied me, and, and but I'm proud of you because you overtook it and I stopped and you're committed and you did it really well. So yeah. So the type of video that we do, you, you are back to video, but the types of videos that we do are very different. Right. Yours is more of the how-tos, which is the most popular search on YouTube. Um, Not even necessarily how-to. I'm very much into information. general information, right. educational information about Iowa City, about neighborhoods. I, I do have a pretty extensive catalog of things that you would need to know if you are in a transaction, either buyer side or seller side. Um, but I have moved, I've moved away from that and I try to focus so that I am reaching my my ideal client from video is somebody who is relocating to the area. Mm-hmm. And we talked about price points a little bit and what kind of a price point you were pulling off of Zillow. And the price points that I am pulling off of YouTube, they're higher. They're not as high as you, but my average sales price um, last year was in the mid 300s. So that's that, you know, that's above the market average. It works. You own that market. You do very well. And I think YouTube is, 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 and video in general is a very, I think video is going to be the biggest thing going forward. But I think YouTube's a very good lead generation tool as well. Mm-hmm. So we talked about Zillow, mm-hmm. which you loathe. I don't, I don't, I think there's, it's a useful tool to certain agents. We talked about YouTube, which you love. I love it. And I think video, I think the bigger thing with YouTube is also just video content in general. Yeah. Let's talk about one more lead, uh, Jen here that I think is really good that I, I'm really big into. 
Social media. Social media in general. You are the king. Look, I mean, we've gone away from print and digital, you know, like, or from print back in the day. I mean, back in the day, you buy like newspaper ads or Mm -hmm. magazine ads or this and that, you know, that's how you got your exposure. And remember the rule of seven, that you have to be seen at least seven times before somebody even starts to put your face and recognizes you and puts things together. Like it takes seven exposures before things work because most people quit before things start to work. That's where social media has become really effective Mm -hmm. is, is, Getting your daily post out there, keeping your cadence up, having that exposure. And I think I think something that I do differently than the 99.9% of other agents is every other agent does the overproduced, just listed, just sold, just under contract. I'm doing so well. I'm so cool. Look post. at me holding the sold sign with my clients. And they don't understand that the market doesn't want to see that. Oh, the the so customers. It's it so cringy. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's in, and they have like one like, maybe two likes, if any likes. Nobody cares. You nobody know what? Cares. Your dentist does not post about you coming in to get your teeth right. clean. I had six patients today. Nobody I mean, it doesn't cares. matter. Nobody cares. They know you're busy just coincidentally. Yeah. And and particularly I mean, it's easy for me to say where I'm at in my career because I'm an established agent. You you already know that I'm selling homes day after day. Like you don't need me to post about it every day to know that I'm busy, mm-hmm. you know? So I think going away from that is very important for agents to understand that want to use social media as a, as a lead generation. Use it more as a, as a tool to create authenticity and express who you are so people can get to know you because right. people do business with people they like. People know, do business with yeah. people they like. They want to know, like, and trust you. That's why they, that your video works so well for you is because people get to know you. They feel like they know the real Emily and they call Emily now. Yeah. Same thing with the post online on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, you know, you might use LinkedIn, you know. I mean, all these platforms and even TikTok now. Mm-hmm. Like, you're out there. They get to know the real you. I think it's important when you're thinking about posting on those social media platforms to think about your content in different buckets and not only fill one bucket. So let's talk a little bit about your social media and the different types of posts that you use that you find are helping you generate those leads. Well, so for me, I have three buckets. I have I have my my personal, which is my work life, or my personal life, my family, you know, my son. <laughs> your work life is yeah, your life. <laughs> I, it kind of is my life, honestly. And that's what my wife used yeah. to say. But but then I have my work life, which is mm-hmm. you know my daily you know fun post, something mm-hmm. about real estate, mm-hmm. uh, maybe just um, could be about interest rates, but it might be just something fun about the market, like this trend or this and that. And then my third one is, is I'm really big in design. I'm, you know, kind of a metrosexual. So everything design I love to talk about from architecture to, to trends to, um, to different designs. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big part of what I post on a daily basis. Um, and so, I, yeah, I do about a 30, 30, 30% on each of those buckets. So I've heard some agents complain about social media that they're very hesitant to share too much about their personal life. I know. With, that's with, you. With the unknown crowds out there. Yes, I have <laughs> complained. But I've heard it from other people too. But that's the authentic you. So, that's the authenticity. Yes. People want to yeah. know that there's a real person behind this Emily Farber celebrity, that you're not just a workaholic. And so I have been attempting to up my social media game this year. You're welcome. I've been poking you. Mm -hmm. And my posts that are generally the the best received are- Your personal posts. My personal posts. Because people want to know about you as a person. 
I mean, it's the same with celebrities. I mean, you see celebrities and then you, they have something post just about them personal. Mm-hmm. You People respond to that. People yeah. want to know, you know? I mean, people want to know the person behind, mm-hmm. you know, the celebrity. So I am not yet at the point with my social media where I can definitively say, this client came from Facebook. This client came from Instagram. Well, your your phone doesn't Apparently Siri is trying to understand you. <laughs> Um, are you at the point where you can identify clients who have come to you specifically through social media? Uh, you know, the broad answer is, is yes. Um, you know, I don't necessarily ask them like, are you following my social media page? In fact, mm-hmm. I, I had someone come up to me the other day and they said, Oh, I follow all your social media content. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like I don't creep who my followers are. You know, you follow me to follow me. So when I have a client and I don't automatically know where they've come from, how how I've generated them, I will work it into a conversation and just say, hey, how did you, you hear about yeah. me? Because I want to know. I want to know what I'm doing that works track and what doesn't numbers. work. And I track every single sale. One of the pieces of data that I keep track of is where they came from. Right, right. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a very good business, uh, a, a very good CEO move, you know, because you're your own marketing manager, too. You need to know where your dollars are being spent. Yeah. Hey, this was good. So we got three things we learned today. So Zillow, which is probably the most, the easiest, most common paid advertising. We talked about video content, namely YouTube, which mm-hmm. you love. And then we talked about social media broadly from Instagram to Facebook to LinkedIn to TikTok, which I personally mm-hmm. use. Do you have any feelings for what you think the next big thing is going to be for lead generation, the creator economy, that that whole vein where we are working as independent contractors? You, you know, and that and that's a great question. I mean, it's all about building relationships, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's what video and social media does is it builds relationships. That's that's probably when you look at those three medias we discussed today, why you loathe Zillow is because it doesn't build relationships video and social media do. I mean, I think we're just getting the grasp of video. I think the future there is going to be big for quite some time. But look, we got we got things like the metaverse and virtual reality staring down at us. I mean, if people are really going to go in at the end of the day and go plug into some metaverse or some virtual reality and hang out there all day, like... Do we need to set up a shop in there? Ready player one, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you might need to, you know? And so those those things, I think could be the potential future, but hey, it's unknown. Whatever creates relationships, because at the end of the day, we always have to remember people do business with people they like. Mm -hmm. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. So however you create those relationships, keep building on it. Well, there you go. That's another episode of Hear This. Join us next time. Mm